Hello everyone, I'm Bruffy1322 and welcome to the 10th episode of the Choking Hazard podcast with my co-hosts, Sugarfree Noss over there, RDT right down there, and we have a message from somebody special, so I'm going to take leave Noss to take it away. We do, Bruff, we do. This episode of the Choking Hazard podcast is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Geek Fuel is a monthly mystery subscription box that sends you at least $50 in items for just 15 bucks a month plus shipping and handling. These boxes contain anywhere from five to seven geeky items, a full downloadable game, and an exclusive t-shirt. The variety of brands featured in each one make it practically Comic-Con in a box. It really is a fantastic product. And Geek Fuel has so much confidence you'll love their product, they're doing something no other geeky subscription box has done before. They're offering a free... Yes, free box to anyone who wants to try them out. What? Just pay- what? what? Did, did you just say free box? NRDT, free box. It's a free box, completely free. Wow! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is completely free, RDT, as, as shocked as you may be, because this company is so confident that that's what they're going to do. And you can get your free box and try them out today by using geekfuel.com slash box. Amazing! Just pay shipping and handling. Just pay shipping and handling. Yes. <laughs> Yay! We got a sponsor! Hey! <laughs> there we go. I, I feel somewhat professional. Yeah, we Let's are. Go. We're a real podcast now. A yes, real podcast. Really. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love. Oh. I love the the. I mean, I'm no. I would be no good at doing those those uh, those ad reads. I, I, I gotta I leave it to. I gotta leave I've it got to, to say, RDT like on a, on a less scripted note, Geek Fuel is quality product. Like, I've watched your unboxings of them, because uh, yeah. you do those unboxings. Like, some of those t-shirts you get are really sweet. Yeah, I say. always, uh, I think really nice. Geek Fuel is one of the ones that I always recommend. Some of them come and go, like when I always used to do the, the unboxings, and some used to be good, some used to be bad week in, week out, but Geek Fuel was always the one that... Yeah, has stood out amongst the rest of them. It's so. consistently good. Yeah, you can get a free box. That's pretty crazy. They're so What's confident. What's the best shirt that you've got? Um, oh, from, by the uh, way, they have to they have to uh, get their free box before the thirty first. Oh July. right, thirty first of July is when it ends. Uh, but yeah, you can get a free box. Just pay shipping and handling. And there you go. Uh, what were you saying? The best shirt? What, yeah, what's the best shirt you've gotten? Because I, I get them a bit mixed up. Can you remember? Uh, the, the the best shirt I ever got was the um, the Snorlax t shirt. Yes, there was the Nike tick that just said, yeah. "Just do it, just do it later." That was the best. Yeah. yeah, that is a that is a quality shirt. The shirts are definitely the highlight, but everything in the box is quality. Like yeah. even if it's not to your niche, it is always a quality product. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, really if anybody, if anybody's box. watching the podcast and hasn't seen my unboxings, I don't actually do them anymore in as much detail as what I do. I still do them on stream every now and then, uh, and I'll be putting them up on Bruffy's random bits. But uh, yeah, feel free to to go watch the unboxings. They were quite good, but they just took too much time for me to continue doing them like that. Yeah, but yeah, there's always some interesting stuff in those uh, in those boxes. Uh, and yeah, you can get one for free. And Geek Fuel, our first ever sponsor for the podcast, yeah. has taken ten episodes. They're, they're a brave company, let me tell you. They they're are a very, very brave company. <laughs> that's pretty good. Ten episodes, I think that's that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, we've been. I, I, I mean, you know, the professionalism is is getting getting higher. We're a true podcast now. Confidence, so, guys. Yeah, that's all yeah, we need. We're, is confidence. We're, yeah, absolutely. We are the yeah, best podcast out there. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so yeah, Geek Fuel, get a free box. Um, We'll, we'll mention that again at the end of the podcast as well. 
But uh, um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, sponsorships and things like that uh, during this one. But the main topic of this podcast is going to be basically about games, video games, yeah. our history with video games, games that we like, why we like gaming, all that kind of stuff. So that's going to be the main topic. But I mean, I guess we'll talk a little bit about sponsorships because it can be yeah. often seen as you know sell out and all that some a lot of people nah, in the chat please. now are joking obviously when they say sell out but there's some people who don't like that sort of thing and seem to think that if you're on youtube or twitch you shouldn't make money from it um but huh. i think that the one <laughs> thing that i'll point out about this uh this sponsorship in particular is that it's only a one off it's not it's not every single podcast that we do but the 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 money that we've gotten for doing this sponsorship mention for this one episode was enough to pay for the uh the the, the audio version of the podcast to be hosted for an entire year so those who listen to this in the audio version that in your was car paid for, you can keep on trucking yeah because yeah. right? letting nos live the dream yeah that was paid for by geek of amateur radio hosts thank you <laughs> so we always have to mention those guys every single podcast those who listen in the car on their way to work work but uh yeah that that's you know it's it's that's the sort of thing that sponsorships allow you to do they allow the the the, the um the podcast itself to be in an audio version just be, because of the, they want to sponsor the podcast so you know geek fuel has allowed that to happen and and uh and thanks, thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, not just not just sponsor, but support as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Absolutely. I feel like the show is a, is a quality enough show to put their name on it. So, yeah, that's that's fun. Or put their name in it, maybe not on it, but you know, <laughs> or adjacent yeah. to it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this works. So, all right. So, um, let's talk about games. Who wants to start us off with games? Very, very, uh, very safe topic. I've got to say this week. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna cause some controversy controversy here. Do you think? I'm not. Games. I'm not gonna cause any controversy at all. All right. Yeah. Well, give us your non-controversial views. Where, where did you start in gaming, RDT? Where all right. Did you start? Well, what's the? I'll give you the, when did the you timeline. Play my my first system was the Nintendo 64. Okay. When what I was, I don't know how old it was. Like four or something like that. Um, and I guess my first game was like Super Mario 64. And so I was always just the mainstream consumer of, of, you know, I was doing all the popular games. But I would say my favorite game from that time that had the most impact on my love of video games was Goldeneye. Because, oh, oh my God, the, the hours that would be spent in friends' houses with four controllers, just no odd job, and just going around and shooting each other. Ah, it was yeah, great that game for, was for, a, for a young and for a young seven-year-old or whatever to just shoot and kill as many people as I did. It was fantastic. <laughs> that game was incredible. Yeah, and so you know, my favorite games that that's probably my favorite game. And then you know, you have Ocarina of Time, which is another mainstream. That's not a very controversial opinion to have. That I've it's never a great played game. a Zelda game. That Tom, might be Tom, controversial. Somebody, yeah, somebody get triggered. You, you yeah. triggered somebody. What? <laughs> the, 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 this, I think it's not going to be as controversial. It's just going to be triggering for the amount of games that I haven't played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I think crazy. That's be yeah. you, never, you don't even, I don't think you play video games, do you? 
You just... <laughs> I play video games. We'll get on to my history with gaming. Don't worry. Wow. I've been playing video games been... since before you were born, probably. Could be. Ah, you old man. Ah. Yeah, you old fart. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I went Nintendo 64. I was a real Nintendo nerd back in the day. Nintendo 64 to a GameCube. And then, like, at the end of its life, I bought a PS2. And then uh, Xbox 360 to the one, the Xbox one. And that's, you know, but I still think I, I still have my Nintendo 64 at my apartment in Philadelphia. And I, that's sweet. I enjoy playing that, I think, more than I like playing some of these games sometimes because they're just so simple and fun. I still have my N64. I've been meaning to do a, a old old game stream at some point. Oh, that'd be fantastic! Can I'd you watch that now. N64? Can we just can we just stop this podcast? Go watch yeah, that. It seems like you made good console choices, RDT. Like you went N sixty four, GameCube, PS two, then the Xbox three sixty. It just all went downhill at the last stage. Uh huh. Yeah, my last <laughs> my last purchase. <laughs> Go on then, uh, Nos. What about you? Uh, well, I started out. I think I had when I was very very young, uh, like little little. Um, I think we had a Super Nintendo, maybe, like a like a like a Super Nintendo, maybe. Uh, again, I can't remember. It was so long ago. Like I was three, four. Um, but the majority of my gaming memories come from the. PlayStation and the PlayStation Two when I was a kid because I'm I'm a little bit I'm think I'm the youngest here. How old are you again, RDT? You're 22. 20, 22, yeah. So so I'm definitely the youngest here. Um, but like even from a young age, I've been playing games I probably shouldn't be playing. Like uh, I remember one of my best memories was uh, playing Silent Hill on oh, the PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my because my mother plays games too, and uh, she would sit there and play that, and I'd watch her, I'd play or whatever. Um, and Silent Hill was an amazing game on the on the PlayStation. Um, <laughs> but you know, other than that, really, um, there wasn't. I can't remember too much about having a PlayStation, but PlayStation Two is really when when I started to uh, really remember games, uh, like the whole three D era of GTA, of course, um, and Gran Turismo Four, of course. I've been playing that some huh. more uh, recently. Actually, it's been a lot of fun. Um, but you know, uh, Gran, Gran Turismo Four was the only thing that I had uh, in racing uh, for a long time uh, until GTA, of course. So. Um, but yeah, most of, most of my gaming memories comes from PS2, just the standard, the standard PS2 games that you've probably all played, I played, but, uh, when we were, uh, time for a pity party, uh, you know, we didn't have that much money growing up, just like everybody else, Um, so, you know, uh, in the snow both ways to get to school. To buy well, my big well, games. Well, yeah, game purchases were few and far between, so we had to, we had to focus on playtime. So, like, that's why we would buy these long-term games. And 360 uh, was the system I got after PS2. So, you know, I played the main games. Like, I played all the Bethesda games, of course, because those are those are big games for if you need a lot of content for yeah. a little money. So, you know, like, Fallout New Vegas is probably one of my favorite games of all time. You've got Fallout 3 as well and hmm. Skyrim and Oblivion. Um, Never played any of those. I know you haven't, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um Jeez. but yeah um well i didn't go from pc to playstation i went from pc 360 to pc 
Um, because we bought back. we bought the 360, and I'll start a war. It, it, look, this is just my opinion. The 360 was the superior system oh, during that, that time yeah. frame. Yeah. yeah, well, people are still going to argue with you. So we bought a 360, no. and then it got time to move. It got time, you know, PS4s out, Xbox Ones out. All of my friends are, you know, doing whatever, and. You know, I've been looking for some some games to play, and I stumble across you know like people like Total Biscuit and and other PC gamers, and you know, it's like hmm, this seems much better than what I could get. So I that's when I uh, went to PC after 360. So and I before we move on from 360, I can't not mention uh, my favorite game, which is Red Dead Redemption. Uh, oh. That's by far my favorite oh. game. Uh, I know that comes as a bit of a surprise. <laughs> no, but, no, uh, no. Never played Red Dead Redemption. Now, I, I would, what? I would like genuinely recommend you go back and play that. Roughly, I probably since, should. Since you have an game. Xbox One as well, you can play it on backwards compatibility there, and yeah. you'll get an actual unprecedented solid 30 FPS. So, um, I know it's <laughs> it's wild, but uh, I would definitely recommend going back and playing it. Um, you have to. Yeah, so. yeah I probably should really. Um, no, yeah. Bioshock games. Never give up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go back. And then we moved to PC, and in the and you know most of my gaming history is kind of you know everyone knows that by now. Yeah, GTA, some racing games, other stuff. So yeah, I think I think later on we'll talk about our first GTA games and the old GTA games a little bit. But I oh, guess yeah. I, I'll I'll go on. Got to some my, great stories there. Oh yeah, I'll go on to my uh, my history. I, I actually started Let's with a, a Sega Mega Drive. Um, Ooh, that's, that's, that's but it vintage. wasn't it wasn't the, it was one of the later versions of it like one of the last versions that didn't actually do very well it was too expensive and it was at the end of the life cycle of the console uh it was called the sega multi-mega it is and it, i searched it on ebay a few days ago actually and it's going for like 300 400 500 pounds right now <laughs> that Jeez. console i still have it nice. i'll probably never get rid of it just for sentimental no, reasons no, but no never um, get rid of it uh, that that that's what I had first when I was like five six years old playing uh, Micro Machines was one of the, the the games that I played the most back then. I loved those games mm. so much, and that's pretty what started me into racing. To be honest, was presenting with racing games. Uh, but after that, it was the N sixty four. Same thing as RDT with GoldenEye, um, and then I had this, one of the F one. I think F one. 97 i think it was i had on the n64 um and and you know all the standard n64 get one of my favorite ever games of all time is on the n64 star wars rogue squadron oh yeah that was i actually went back when i found all my n64 i plugged it in and went back and played it all through got gold medals on every single mission (laughs) apart from one and i couldn't i just couldn't do it even now so I was, I still haven't done that, but maybe I need to play through that again on stream or something. But that was a, that was a fantastic game. I loved it. Uh, then after the N sixty four, I got a PS two, just for GTA three. One of my friends mm. had uh, GTA three on his PS two, and I played it at his, and I was like, oh my god, I need this. So I got a PS two just for GTA three. Well, my parents did obviously um <laughs> and then you know the, the the classic ps2 games that i had ps2 for a long time we obviously with the vice city and the san andreas yeah, ps2 and then, was a very long yeah. lived console yeah. how long and was that around having games published 10 Grand years Turismo's. plus 
it, it was it was long. I mean, it was the same. It's the same with the the next generation after that. That that was yeah. long as well because of the financial yeah. crisis and all that. People didn't they didn't release new consoles because of that. Thanks, so Obama. We've had two very very long platform cycles. <laughs> um, well, yeah, the PS2 was really really good, um, and then I went to the 360. I did actually play the original Xbox. I played Halo cooperative all the way through i actually really enjoyed the storyline of that the original halo game but i never owned the original xbox myself i just played cooperative it. with who with with just a friend who had the xbox and he had halo and we just i think we finished it in one night we just played it through all night um, <laughs> i know it's so strange uh, so yeah then i went to the 360 and i got the 360 again for another game gears of war yeah, i saw gears of war i decided i had to have it so i got the 360 <laughs> And then I had Gears of War 2 and 3, and the 360 was for a long time. I got a PS3 for... Um, uh, no, I had a PS3, but I didn't really use it. And then I got GTA on the PS3 because I was doing YouTube stuff, so I could create mm-hmm. the tracks on both sides. And then ever since then, I've kind of had to... With YouTube, I've had to have all you know both consoles that have run GTA... It's pretty much yeah. as soon as they've come out. So, But PS4 was the one that I got after the 360, really. The 360 was my main one, and then I went to PS4. And since then, I've kind of died yeah. down on the number of games I've played. I mean, Mass Effect was probably my biggest game yeah, talk series about, on uh, talk 360. About, talk about that. Yeah, I want to hear about your experience with Mass Effect, because I've played the, the trilogy. I haven't played Andromeda, so... Oh, man, Mass Effect is top two in my all-time favorite series. It, it, I think it's only just beaten by Portal. Mm. Uh, and the, really? it was the original, the original Mass Effect that I love the most. That, that, that The first game, I didn't really know what to expect with it, and it was the first game that I'd kind of had like that in that style the rpg story driven type and it was it was definitely mass effect one was definitely more of a traditional rpg as well like kind of dumped down the rpg elements as you moved further in the series yeah Um, that's one i've never played never played any mass effect games it was i mean the original the it was the storyline more so than anything else that got me in and the fact that uh your choices had impact and an effect and things like that it was just it just totally yeah. sucked me in completely and i just thought it sounded like a cool concept when i read it and i just found it by chance and i thought oh, i'll pre-order this and i got it for my 18th birthday i think uh off my parents wow. and i just i just played the hell out of it and the same with two and three scarred for life by the end of three and i haven't managed to get much through andromeda yet it's not really Good. pulling me in as much as it is <laughs> uh, playable yeah. Yeah, I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the original Mass Effect game is probably my second favorite game of all time. All right, no, let's, I, let's, it's let's in my top five, but games. I can't, I can't order them yet. But uh, let's, let's yeah, answer a question. What? Male Shepard or female Shepard? Male Shepard, I did. My man. Yeah, <laughs> even, even though Jennifer Hale's voice acting is is superior. But yeah. it's just how's I, a woman gonna be a commander? I mean, come on, let's that, be realistic. Now that, now that's something that will actually trigger somebody. <laughs> Kappa. Yeah, I, I played May. I played Type Male that. Shepherd too. I like I like Mark Meir. I like his voice. Yeah, um, I do. I, I, I like. I, I, did you customize the character model at all? I didn't know. I, I left him. My I man, him I didn't either. Because yeah. like for my in my opinion for um for Mass Effect, 
you're not playing yourself. You know, you're playing Commander Shepard. You're playing yeah, your version of Commander yeah. Shepard. Yeah. But you're playing Shepard. You are Shepard. Yeah, that's you know? what I felt as well. So but that's you, the same. That's gotta, the thing with Andromeda. Like the characters just haven't pulled me in anywhere near like they did originally with the original games. The storyline's not there as much. The characters just aren't there. The main character, ugh, I just can't. I just have no. <laughs> it's just like ugh, it's. Yeah, I can't say anything. Yeah, it's not a. It, from what I've heard, it's not a very good game. So. It's, it's such a shame, but I think games are better in threes. I think I think you, you do a trilogy. I, I can't think of a fourth game or a fifth game that have lived up to the original trilogy, because I don't think Years of War Four was as mm. good as the, the original three as well. But yeah, I would yeah. guess Grand Theft Auto Four was as good as the the three D era. So a lot of people don't think so. I actually liked it, but no. Well, I, I love I love GTA. Was it as 4. good as the three D era though? I don't know. I don't even think GTA Mass- Five is as good as the three D so. era. The Mass Effect games they're connected, aren't they? Like yeah. the three. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. transfer. Like you transfer they're yeah. kind of a, you know. An yeah, that's true. They don't, they're not really sequels, are they? Age <laughs> Um. So that's that's our history. We've been going a while with games. We've we've been brought up well with games. Yeah, I I, I, I mean wish... I, I sprinkled in a couple terrible ones on Nintendo sixty four that I enjoyed, but I've gone back to, as a kid I enjoyed. Yeah, but then going yeah, the back, we all have drug. those. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Mega Man sixty four. I remember last year I went to go put it in, and my roommate Jerry, fucking Jerry, he looked it up. He's like, this has a uh, four out of ten on on the rating. I was like, nah, this game's amazing. I started playing it. I just start raging, and he kept leaning over at me and going, four out of ten. I was like, shut <laughs> up! I love this game! It's amazing! Yeah, yeah I think um, I think we all have games like that that we thought were great back then, but when we go back and actually try them, they're not not anywhere near as good. But they're, they're more sentimental. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely some sentimental games out there uh, for me. Like, I, th- I think the one of the biggest games in my childhood that it actually has a place in a childhood um, is probably Spyro: You're the Dragon. If either oh. of you, if either of you played that, I've heard about it, but I've never played it. Spyro was a fantastic game. It was yeah. so you had the cute little purple dragon. It was it was a good game. It was a solid <laughs> game. And I watched some speed runs of the game recently, and it's it's still just just as amazing as yeah. it used to be. Spyro is is fantastic. Okay. Um, um, what about our our favorite games? What like if we have to choose either series or, or games? Like, I guess you know, I'm kind of the same as Nos in that not necessarily. I wasn't exactly the richest, so I could go and buy out buy games all the time either. So I, I always tended to focus on one game at a time, and if I didn't like it, I would just kind of not play it and, and move on to something that I wanted to spend a lot of time on. So I haven't had this wide variety of games that I've played. Obviously, as we've seen, I don't I haven't played a Zelda game. I haven't played Red Dead. You know, it has to. It, it it's been few and far between. But of the games that I've played, I have put a lot of hours into, and I really really enjoy them and the whole series of them. I, I kind of wish that I played more games, but I'm very much knowing. I think at this point, the kind of game that I like. But let's talk about favorite games. Who's gonna start? Nas, you wanna? What's your favorite uh, game? 
We can do that. Fave we can do Wild. multiple games as well. Yeah, we can do multiple games. Or, yeah, I'll, like I'll, series or whatever. Anyone play Drive? Yeah. See, in some of these games, I'm not going to remember unless it's mentioned in chat. I did play Driver. I uh, played Driver 3 on uh, my Driver, first that, ever YouTube wait, that video. The, that was the shitty one, right? Yeah, with the video. That was your first ever video. That was my first ever video on YouTube is yeah. Driver 3 Movie Scenes. It had a movie creator. The Rockstar it editor did, is, is like out of date. It's by 10 years. Driver <laughs> 3, I was like 15 when I made that. I enjoyed that game. I enjoyed. Yeah, no, I didn't okay. enjoy the game. I enjoyed the movie making aspect of the yeah, game. I don't think a, I, don't think I actually played the story. But it was a, yeah, it was a bad game. Yeah, it was I didn't play the story at all, all now that I think about it. But uh, if it worked on PCSX2, I'd go back and play it right now. Mm. But um, <laughs> but it, it's not playable. So anyway, um, favorite games. Uh, I'd have to just because the value it has to me and how much time I spent with it, it has to be Red Dead Redemption. Um, my first online gaming I had was at ha 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 a cousin's house. <laughs> uh, with he had a 360 and Xbox Live, and he had Red Dead Redemption, and I played that game from, you know, I just had a normal sleep schedule at that time. I played that game from six at night to eight in the morning. Jesus, online, and I think I got to like level 25 in one night, just screwing around with random people I met on Xbox. And this is back when I was 12, so I was a little squeaker. It was pretty bad, <laughs> but um, not you know. But, um, yeah, I, I've, so that was the first interaction I had. And then in Christmas 2012 was the first year that we had internet in the old, in the old trailer as the first, first time. So I had a 360 and I had Red Dead Redemption and online Red Dead Redemption just kind of consumed me. Uh, I think I have over 90 days in the game, um, yeah, it, it's it's just fantastic. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption just has a, a certain simplicity to it that really works, but you can kind of do anything you want. And the PvP was reasonably well-balanced and mm-hmm. just fluid, really. It was, it was fluid, reasonably well-balanced, uh, somewhat skill-based, even if it was... Uh, a lock-on type deal since it was on, it was on console uh, you still had to be halfway decent to be good at the game um, but, but it's just and that has so much value to me because the story is fantastic the, the online was I still think that's my favorite online game of uh, of all time really? um, wow yeah I, 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 I should I should uh, I just want to interrupt a little bit before the chat goes and I forget mentioning one people have said in the chat Toka Race Driver 3 that was I think my second ever game that I played online that was a fantastic racing game on a PS2 Toka Racing? Toka 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 that was very confused there was so much about that game that I wish was just in racing games now like it, and, and Project Cars has been the closest to that, I think, in recent times. But, yeah, a really, really good racing game. And um, Need for Speed was actually Need for Speed Underground 2, I think it was. Oh, it yeah. the original. Either That's the original or 2. That was the first ever game I played online. I took on my yeah. PS2 and TV downstairs where the router was. This is way back with, uh, you know, the, it wasn't quite dial-up, I don't think, but it was very slow broadband when we just got it. I took everything downstairs, plugged it in via Ethernet, 
and, and played like one or two races on Need for Speed and then had to take it all back upstairs again. Like that was my first experience of online gameplay. Uh, and then talk about Race Driver Three was second, but that was uh, was some those were some great games as well. They're not in my top, but those were some great games, and I just wanted to yeah. uh, I just wanted to mention them. Sorry, Arno also said anyone's parents get oddly good at games. Uh, my my stepdad actually was very very good at Goldeneye. He beat Goldeneye way before I did. He just <laughs> straight through it. It was unbelievable. Anyway, carry on. My, well, I'll answer that question, then I'll continue with uh, some other games. Um, my mother has never been good at video games, uh, much to her dismay, but uh, she has always played video games, so um, that's that's where I, I get it from. Um, anyway, so let's see. We've got... Uh, I guess I can just kind of go in order of how much time I put into games. That might work, and then and then list some others. Uh, second most time I put into a game is Battlefield Three. Actually, I know Bruff isn't a fan of uh, first-person shooters. Do you ever play Battlefield Three, RDT? Mm, no, I don't think so. No, Battlefield Three is is by far one of my favorite shooters ever. It, it was so fun and just just. I can't contain my love for Battlefield 3. The whole Battlefield series is pretty good, um, but Battlefield 3 is, is an excellent game. Um, we've got, you know, the GTA series, of course. You know, we've talked about those quite a bit. Um, what else? I mentioned Spyro as well from my childhood. Uh, what else? What else? The Silent Hill series is always a good one as well. The Mafia series is pretty good, although I didn't play... Uh, what? You fucking playing Silent Hill when you were oh, like yeah. Look, in it was vitro. a good game. Look, a good game <laughs> is a good game no matter how how old you are, okay? Look, if a four year old needs to teach Pyramid Head that he's not welcome here, all right, you gotta do it. I guess you could face your fears that way. Bad Company I mean, two be... was the great was one of the greatest FPSs ever made, Adam is correct. Um Crash Greater than Spyro. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> oh, Come down fuck here. Crash, Devil May Cry was a series Crash from my childhood as well that I played around the same time as uh, as Silent Hill ba- or back on the PS2. It was one of my first games on uh, on PS2. Thanks for the reminder, Raymo. I enjoyed Devil a May Cry. Bit of Crash and and uh, Tekken as well. But again, I didn't own them. There's quite a few games that I used to play at friends that I enjoyed, but I never owned. Again, yeah, same, same. I was reason, a big but... when Hollywood Video and Blockbuster were still a thing. I was a big renter of video. Games I never used cause... to rent games. Actually, I should have always because yeah. my mom would always be like, let's let's get a movie. And I was like, let me get a video game. <laughs> She's like, Fine, you little bastard. Get out of here. And so, yeah, I, I got to try out a lot of games that way. Speaking of Battlefield, I'm actually considering uh, giving Battlefront 2 a go. Looks good. Because Battlefront, the original one, I actually bought it. And then because of the lack of content and the ridiculous DLCs and all that kind of stuff. What? Did you buy it on console? I I can't remember, to be honest. Yeah, I think I bought it on PS4. And I didn't even open it and put it in. I just sent it back because I didn't agree with what they were doing with any of the nonsense. And the reviews were coming in with no content and all this stuff. So I just thought, screw it. I'm not putting in time into it, but I love Star Wars and third person games I like, and you can do third person stuff. Yeah, like that. that's so right. There's a third person camera. I'm, I'm considering 
giving Battlefront 2 a go. I'd, I'd definitely recommend uh, on PC and trying out a shooter with a mouse and keyboard. Hey, that could be... That yeah, could be that, yeah, that's what I'm considering as well. And Anthem looks very good as well, that's true. New new Bioware game. Anyway, but let's not talk about future games. Screw that. Yeah, future games. <laughs> um, sure. Are you done with your, your favourite games? Should we move um, on to ADT? Any any last? I will minute? mention one game. We'll, we'll mention I'll mention a bad game. It's possibly one of the worst games I've played, but also one. It is one of my very favorites. And people might not actually know this game. It's a very niche game. But um, has anyone here played Deadly Premonition by any chance? I know you two haven't for sure. Yeah, of course. But there's there's got to be at least someone in the chat that's played Deadly Premonition. But uh, if you don't know what that game is, uh, give it a look up. It is fantastic. It, the The story is just, it's it's one of those unintentional comedy type deals. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of so bad, so good. Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely recommend that. It's a it's a real bitch to run on PC. It's a mess, but um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. I guess no one here has played it. But uh, played Minecraft. Go leave, please. <laughs> kind of like Heavy Rain. Yeah, Heavy. All of David Cage's games are terrible. Okay, let's just let's just put that out there. They're also in that category of so bad they're good. So. I've never played Heavy Rain, but it's something that I want to play. I feel like story-driven games are the thing that I enjoy. Yeah, the go most go these play days. the. Yeah, since but. you like those, go play the David Cage games. Go play yeah. Indigo Prophecy, Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls, uh, like those games. Yeah, yeah. Made by yeah. him, they're pretty bad, but they're enjoyable. If that yeah. makes any sense. So okay. ADT, what are your top games? An open What's world this? survival horror game. That's interesting. Deadly Premonition. Anyway, <laughs> I mentioned it earlier, and uh, I would have to say that my favorite game, just from the pure nostalgia factor, from all the times that I played it, the hours that I spent, is Goldeneye. And on that same note, just like any James Bond game, really. Hmm. Because I... I, I'm such a huge James Bond fan and yeah. being able to put yourself into 007's holster <laughs> and just, uh, you know, seduce women and shoot bad guys. It's <laughs> something I'll never do in real life. So who, who, who's your favorite bond? But what? Who's your favorite bond? Ooh, probably Sean Connery. Yeah. You can't say past Sean Connery. I always used to yeah. like, uh, Damn it, name's gone. <laughs> See, I like Roger Moore. Yeah, that's, I, I like I like Roger Moore's movies, but I think Connery was just the best. Yeah. Um, World is not enough. Yeah, of course I did. I played Agent Under Fire. Um, what was the? There was another one. I can't remember, but I, it had like a grappling hook, and I would always sling up there and kill my cousins and they got mad um (laughs) but it's just like so much goldeneye because one of my fondest memories is i was at my cousin's in florida and he had a nintendo 64 in his room and he was like yeah just go in there and play video games out you know you don't have to hang out with the family so i was like yes i'm playing the mission where you're in the tank in like saint petersburg oh yeah i remember that and I'm running over innocent civilians and my mom comes in and hears people screaming for their lives and getting squished. And she's just like, what the hell are you playing right now? You must <laughs> stop. And so I was like, ah, I won't 
kill anybody anymore, I guess. She's like, that's the entire game. I, I can tell just from this. So she made me turn it off. Was... Nah, your parents weren't as cool as mine. Let me fight Pyramid Head. Yeah, no, no. She was not cool with me running over red shirt civilians. Oh, God. Man. Um, Collateral damage, So, Zanin, you got no other mentions? No other mentions of top games? I mean, Red uh, Dead Redemption is definitely up there for me. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, Ocarina of Time is another one. I, I told you I was not going to be controversial because I just... Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the classics. All the classics. Ocarina of Time, I love... Um, there was one game that I always played. It was like olympic games 2000 or something <laughs> i don't know just these stupid games like gex enter the gecko which was it, it's apparently people shit on it they think it's terrible but i always thought it was amazing these are games that i'll go back and play and just yeah, nostalgia out yeah so many games i kind of yeah. feel like that's missing these days like you don't keep the games anymore and you don't go back to them really that much like you just forget no, you about play them a game and, move and you're on. done yeah yeah, yeah. um all right, I guess this has been something that people have asked me this question quite often um, about my favorite games. And initially I got it down to my favorite game series because that's all I could do. I couldn't actually choose games within those series. But now I've finally managed to get it down to, I think I've got my top five favorite games down, but I can't, oh. I don't think I can figure out an order of them. Um right. But I, as a as a addition to that, I do like all of the games in the series. These are just the ones that I've picked out as my favorite games. Out of say, Gears of War, I prefer Gears of War three, but I like first and second one as well. You know, so, um, so Gears of War three is in my top five. Um, Pokemon Soul Silver is definitely <laughs> in my top five. I almost failed my degree because of that game. <laughs> um, the the uh, Portal Two, the original Mass Effect, Mass Effect One, um, and damn it! Oh, GDA Vice City. Vice oh City. yeah. Um, and also a special mention to the Guitar Hero games. Those would be like sixth. I can't. There's no. There's oh, no. Yeah. Guitar there's Hero no 3, Guitar yeah. Hero game I think that stands out as the rest, but I've loved all of them Guitar and I've Hero played 3, them to death. Legends of Rock. Um, I never played Guitar Hero three actually. What <laughs> are you doing with my your first, life? My first Guitar God. Hero game. <laughs> no, no. Okay, now I've played it because we have it downstairs in the living room, but I hadn't played it until like two months ago. But Guitar Hero Aerosmith was my first Guitar Hero game. I couldn't even complete the game on of easy. Of course it was. Of we course. know you. Of course it was. <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't even complete the game on easy. I played it so much that I was able to get to expert, and then I played all the other games, and then I got the latest rock band as well, and I can play on expert, and I'm quite good at it. So I, I really enjoy uh, those games, but they don't quite make it into the top five. And we've played so many great games of story-driven games on stream. Uh, mm-hmm. Um <sighs> I've played Last of Us, but not on stream. That was a great story-driven game. All the um, you know, the Telltale games that we've played, Life is Strange, Until Dawn is definitely in the top 10. I didn't expect that to be oh, really? stuck. I didn't expect that to be as good as what it turned out to be. You know, I love these story-driven games, but none of them get into that top five that I've just listed. Those are the top five. Um, and I huh. think... I, I keep switching. I can't choose 
I can't choose one, two, three, four, five. It's just not possible. But those are definitely yeah. my top five, and then those series in general for those top five. But yeah, some great Solid. games out there that we've played over the years. I had Guitar my memory jogged by uh, by RDT mentioning Saint Petersburg uh, earlier. But either of you played the Hitman series by any chance? No. Oh yeah. Excellent I think my first series. I got onto Which it really late. I got I played Blood Money first. Yeah, that's well that's a reasonable point to jump in. Blood Money was the best Hitman by far. Yeah. The, the I levels are just so iconic in that game. Like, it's really good. And the, the rest of the series is pretty good too. The newer ones, uh, you know, give or take, but uh, the old ones are definitely great. The new like what's like free to play, you got to buy the episodes one. Yeah. I really enjoyed I only have one or two episodes of it, but I think it's really good gameplay. It's better than Absolution, I would say. I've got to say that it keeps people keep mentioning games in the chat, and I just think, oh yeah, yeah, just like jog, Age of yeah, Empires, jog, for example. Yeah, we and, could we could just sit here and talk with chat the whole yeah. time, like the Tony yeah. Hawk Pro Skater series. Absolutely, yeah. <gasps> Tony Hawk. Oh, oh, Hawk. Have we all forgotten about Tony yeah. Hawk? Oh, and Splinter Cell. Holy shit! And Splinter Cell. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, my, yeah, there's just games that crop up like you f- forget about that. And then there's so many games that I realize I haven't played, like all the Uncharted games as well. Just Hammer, like... you shut your mouth yeah. right now. <laughs> shut it up. Okay, Underground and Underground 2 were good. Three? Wrong. Like... Wrong. Wrong. Pro Skater 3 is the one I had, I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was so the, my, the my problem. One. My problem with. with... Um, three onwards was they changed the control system and I wasn't as good anymore. Okay, so get out, get out with your personal bull. <laughs> God, but yeah, underground I need two to go back. Great. I need to go back and play Tony. Do a playthrough of Tony Hawk's Underground. If now. we're talking like, about Underground, Need for Speed Underground and Underground Two were the greatest. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah sure. I can no, give no. I can give kind of a recent opinion of Underground oh, Two. Yeah, I you played, played recently. it recently on stream, right? I didn't. I didn't finish it, but. Uh, I did play the dog riders on the storm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every time. <laughs> but, uh, Need for Speed Underground Two is a quality game. Yeah, it was. It was really, really good, especially for the time as well. It it played into the Fast and Furious movies. That that whole uh, that that whole theme of car modifications was just so big back then, and those games were perfect for that time. Um. I think I think they wouldn't hold up now if they were released now, and that's why we don't see. That's why we see the Need for Speed games now not really do as much. I can definitely say that Underground Two dragged on far too long. Yeah, I I did quit it early. I I will admit that I quit it early because it was I was in a bunch of cars I didn't enjoy, and I, I just. I, you know, I got tired of playing it because it was, you know, race, 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 URL, race, 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 URL, race, 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 URL, race. And that was it. That was that was the whole game. So That was games back then. Yeah, that was games back then. Yeah. Midnight Club as well. Midnight Club 3. I never played Midnight Club. Oh, I really enjoyed Midnight Club 3. Um, it's uh, now I think back. I had so many racing games over the years. All the Gran Turismo's, all the Forzas, and then all of these other ones as well. But um, damn it, I've lost what I was going to say. I kept I, I lo- forgot what I was going to say, and then I got it back again, and now I've forgotten Obviously. it again. Obviously. Oh yeah, a special mention to a game that I want to give, and I don't think I think I've mentioned it once on the stream before, but I don't think a lot of people know about it. Is Endless Space. 
Uh, and, and Endless uh, Space 2 yeah, has just been it. released, and I haven't been able, obviously I don't have time to play games anymore, but uh, it, it's, a, it's a turn-based 4X strategy game, and I bought it on a Steam sale. It was like $5, I think, instead of 20 and I just thought, this looks interesting, this, this sounds fun. And I, I spent so much time in that game just playing, I think on my laptop, Just I, I was engrossed in it, like I'd start up a match and I just had to finish it. There's something about turn-based strategy games I really, really like, but the fact that this was set in space, I think, just capped it all off. I, I'm very much into space games, I think, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I recommend it to anybody who's interested in that sort of thing. Good stuff. Mm. Um, so, I mean, should we, should we move on to our, uh, regular segments now? Do you think we're getting to about that time? I thought we were going to talk about our history with GTA to finish it off. I know. Like you, you personally, maybe we should save that for another episode when we talk specifically about GTA. Yeah. With a good guest as well. We could have a good guest for that one. Well, there, there is one thing I wanted to say as a, you know, as a nostalgia factor, the GTA series was always something that I never owned because I was always too afraid to ask my mom if I could get them. <laughs> and it's always like you go to your friend's place and and you play them there. And playing GTA three was the first time I ever said a single curse word, <laughs> and it was because I had flipped a car over, and at that time, the car would blow up if yeah, you didn't get out instantly. And he wasn't crawling out. And I was screaming. I went, get out of the car. Get out of the car, you jackass. And my friend's mom comes around the corner and she's like, who said that? (laughs) Oh, it wasn't me. And then I got in a little bit of trouble for that. But yeah, that's. Yeah, there's some serious nostalgia to be had with the GTA game, GTA series. I think that's a, a topic for another podcast. We gotta yeah. we gotta talk a lot about that. Um, someone just mentioned Paint Drinker mentioned about a round of terrible games because you mentioned yeah, your mentioned terrible games. But Deadly Premonition didn't. is by far the best terrible game ever made. It's fantastic. <laughs> please think... go go watch a playthrough of it. Please, the very least, go watch a playthrough. It is just I cannot. It was very. Ra- it's very rare for me to like back then. I never used to really play bad games because I, I just play them so much, and I, I I kind of didn't get a game unless I knew or, or I was really interested in it anyway. Uh, but I remember getting. I think it was Simpsons. Was it Simpsons or was it South Park? No, it was Simpsons. It was it Simpsons Hit and Run. That is not a terrible game. Simpsons. How Hit and dare run? you? Are you? Yeah, it you might want, have been. Was that the first like Simpsons the, game? I've the played crazy that taxi? recently. You want, like, the Crazy Taxi one? The Crazy Ta- Taxi one is Road Rage. That's mm. the Simpsons Road, Road Rage? Rage. I don't know. We're Hit talking We're talking quite a way back. We're talking, like, N64 days, I think. Okay, no, then this is PS2. No, PS2. Years. Sorry, PS2. It would be in PS2. Well, if it was a Crazy Taxi ripoff, it was the Simpsons... Uh, Road Rage. Road Rage. It might and have if been if it that. was... Okay, but yeah. I couldn't handle it anyway. The, the motion, it made me motion sick. I thought it was horrible. Yeah, um, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I traded it in. Oh um, but also, what other bad game was that? Blackside Area 51. It probably means nothing to anybody. That. I think I've heard of that before. There was an original game called Area 51. It was one of the rare occasions where I've actually really, really enjoyed a first-person game. 
Um, David Duchovny was the voice actor for it in Area Oh, 51. that sounds. That and sounds it had a fantastic storyline. It was back on uh, back on PS2. It was a great game. I loved Area Fifty One. Uh, it's a great story and everything. And then uh, they released. It was kind of. It wasn't really a sequel. It was meant to be a sequel. And then it sort of. I think during the development, they moved away from the original storyline process. And it, the game that came out was called Black Side, but with just Area Fifty One tagged onto it. And yeah. It was just crap. It was terrible. Yeah, nowhere it looks pretty near, terrible, judging by scores. Nowhere near in comparison to what the, the the original Area 51 was. I was expecting a good story and all this kind of stuff, and it was just nothing. So that was one of the biggest disappointments, I think. But I've had When a, IGN gives you a 6.5 out of 10, you've made a pretty bad game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've really got one. GTA days. Yeah, true. Go on, then. I've got one for probably NAS, I would say. Did you say you owned a PS2? Uh, I did, roughly? yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, Actually, I think I did, it was yeah. on uh, Xbox as well. What about Destroy All Humans? Yeah, no, that was a terrible game. You take that back. That no, it's not a terrible game. I'm That's not quality. I'm saying that this that. is. A, I'm just bringing it up because it's a great game. Destroy That's All good. Humans. Oh, I know, no, I never played that. You, ah, <laughs> I hate you. It's, it's an excellent game. Yeah, it's an excellent game. I okay. love it. It's so Maybe I need to go back. I need to. I need to get. Uh, I need to get my N. I should get a PS2 because I don't really have one anymore. But I'll get PS2, get my N64 and uh, and Mega Drive all set up as well. We should do some old old yes. maybe a couch stream of old games. Oh, that'd be, be great fun. Um, um, to answer actual pan, I didn't play Red Faction Two, but uh, Red Faction Guerrilla. That that reminds me. A shout to that game. If you two haven't played that game, go play it. It is a great open world. It's set on Mars. You'd probably like it, bro. Yeah. Um, say it's set on Mars, okay. and uh, you know you're fighting against the Earth Defense Force, which are trying to take control of Mars. And okay. Red Faction Guerrilla has still, I think this game came out in like 2009 or something. Red Faction Guerrilla still has the most sophisticated and best destruction engine in gaming, still oh, yeah. to this day. Okay. Uh, even even better. Like the only thing that rivals it would probably be Bad Company too. Ooh. I've got to say, like if you if you want to see a building fall down and it be authentic, go play that. It is okay. just an excellent. Sounds game. interesting. I guess what we should do is, um, oh Lego Stunt Races. I remember that game. This whole see again another one. Another one of those that? racing games that I th- forget that I even had, and there's so many racing games that aren't really racing games, but they have a bit of ra- you know they're not simulated racing games but they are still racing games i never played just cause games just either. cause 3 is really good lego oh, races I've, I've only played I just cause two. 1 and 2 so. um so yeah uh, i think what we should do is because obviously this is mainly the most people who watch this watch it on youtube leave your uh, favorite games in in the description of any yeah. of the games that in, in in the comments of any of the games that we've talked about or the chats mentioned since you can look at the chat yeah, you know Leave your favorite games, nostalgic games. Let us know. We're, and if you've maybe... played Deadly Premonition, let me know. <laughs> yeah, nobody <laughs> in the chat had. Yeah, no one in the chat here. Oh, and, and my yeah. my version of that is Endless Space as well, because nobody had played that either. So, yeah, no. Uh, let's do our let's do our regular segments. I guess we'll do we'll, we'll, we'll do the choking hazard 
podcast choke of the week fest. The choking hazard yeah. podcast choke of the week. Let's take it right on over into the choke of the week. <laughs> All right, let so let me uh, let me get let me know in. what we're gonna play. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then do this. All right. I'll, uh, well, I've started now. So, All right, coming mm. up this very dangerous road here in the Vajero. Good, good choice of car. Major copyright with this one. Major copyright. I like the Vajero. Great car. Solid Close car. Battle. Look at car. this. There's all of these cars. Third place. Yeah, third place. Pushing on for second. Look at this. Yeah, Pushing catching up. Catching life. up little by little. Yeah. Where's the choke going to be? Is it going to be here, there? Where is it? Oh, oh he's got over No. Oh, here comes fourth. <laughs> As we come around Mirror Park, everyone knows this is one of the most dangerous areas to race in the entire oh, game. Dang it. Oh, I'm about oh. to lose two positions. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, it's, a mess. oh no. it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a Absolute mess. Absolute mess. That was a huge what just mess. <laughs> Alright, let's skip to the next one. From uh Oh, that's a that's a flip. That's he is coming to like, contact with a tree. Yeah, yeah, it's not gone well. Still in first yeah. though. Oh, no. and the finish oh, line is right there, right there, two checkpoints well, away. So There's a lot of space in between those checkpoints. <laughs> not many checkpoints in this room. So close to the end. That blows. If he'd just done that last corner a little bit better as well, he could have carried the speed. Yeah, chokes on, chokes on, chokes. Yeah. Oh, Second for life. What a choke from the easy win. And then another criminal mastermind choke. Here we go. Steal the Valkyrie. On our way. On our way to steal it. Oh, oh! Oh. That did not go well. Oh, don't ever try to beat the train. Work. The train Dead always wins. Yeah. <laughs> that was criminal mastermind as well. What? What? Uh, I, I forget which heist. That's the third the heist, right? The setup for the third heist. Yes. Yeah, is. one of the Late later labs. setups with stealing That's the Valkyrie. Brutal. Oh. So the the poll is uh, is going up uh, right there in, in chat, in the posted chat, by so. MB Hammer. All vote of you guys who are watching this live, you can vote for your favourites. If you're listening to this uh, on the audio version and, and letting Nos fill out his dream, uh, skip to Bless about, you. say, 50 minutes into the podcast and you'll be able to watch these if you go back and watch it on YouTube and you want to see all these chokes in action. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what... Uh, I can't believe that last one was Criminal Mastermind as well. Yeah, that makes it worse. Exactly. If that was yeah, just a standard heist... That would be nothing, but to get halfway through Criminal Mastermind. Okay, what, do, do we have our our um, top? Do you, have you guys? Uh, do you easy. guys know which one your favorites are? Yeah, I think easy. I think it's kind of obvious. Yeah, I think I think I know. I think I know my favorite as well. I think I think I have a clear victor in my mind. It's tough. It's, it's tough for the other two because one of those was. Uh, extraordinarily terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like one of them was ext- was was just awful. One was like your standard bog standard choke and then one was just 
on another planet in chalk levels. <laughs> really uh, blew it out of proportion, if you know yeah. what I mean. If, um, if for those who didn't get their chalk shown or have never had their chalk shown, feel free to, you know, you can resubmit them if your chalk doesn't win. Uh, you can feel free to resubmit it or you can try to submit a better one. Uh, and, and the links for these things to submit your chalk for the week are down below in the description on YouTube and uh, they the, generally get to put in the chat as well. Yeah, in so, the Twitch chat with exclamation yeah. your chokes to bring up the form to... to submit your own choke for the Choking Hazard Absolutely. Podcast Choke of the Week. So how are we doing? How are we doing? We've, uh, we've got a winner. We've got a winner? Okay. Yep. Um, should we give our thought before you declare the winner? Yeah, absolutely. Go yes. Ahead. But we'll, we'll close off the votes now. Okay, you guys go. Uh, on the count of three, I guess, Nas? I like it, trains. Train. <laughs> One, two, three, three, I think. Yeah. Yeah, three Jeez. Three was my choice as well. That was that is absurd. halfway through Criminal Mastermind, and then it just appears out of nowhere. Well, yeah, it's not even like the first one. You can't reasonably start over. That whole run's done for the day. Yeah, we that's got it. To, You're that's done for a little Criminal while. Mastermind is done, yeah. Um... The the yeah that that was just yep, awful and, and the train has ruined G friend for me so many times that I can feel the pain of that. I, exactly I just stay away from feels. trains. That's a, that's you can only be safe if you don't live anywhere near train tracks and you don't go near them. So trains are very <laughs> dangerous. It's a PSA from NOS. Uh, don't go near trains. So so eighty two percent of our audience agree with you. Eighty two percent. Overwhelming so, majority. Wait a second. We also have some some people questioning whether three is an actual choke or not. <laughs> if, if Bruff is okay with it being an actual choke, then you, no one gets the thing to is, say it's it. it's based on actual chokiness. Number two would be the winner. I would say from like what is a legitimate choke from the best position to you know, losing. Number two was the one that fulfilled that. But we we we've had. So many chokes of the week winners that haven't legitimately been a proper chalk. And this one, I think, was kind of on the edge. I mean, it, it was unlucky. There, it had to be in there, though. It had to be in there. Theoretically, he could have done something about that, maybe. He could have braked a little bit earlier. If he'd sawed a little bit earlier, I'd not gone full pout down the road and rushed Look it. both ways before yeah. you cross the yeah. train tracks. You know. If you, I, if you I think, look at I it, think it's, it's just about the train is clearly visible coming down I need, the street. I need to, can, yeah, I need to review break. this for insurance purposes. Can he see the train yeah. before he gets Easily. there? Easily. He's just not paying attention. He was not obeying traffic laws. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. He, there was no attempt to break at all. Although the arms weren't down, so I can see a lawsuit in the city. <laughs> a lawsuit in the city. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a collective choke by as Soriano points out by the entire crew. Like you know, it's they're going through this heist, doing a criminal mastermind, and one person has had this issue, and the whole criminal mastermind they've choked the criminal mastermind challenge essentially. One I guy think. failing it for everyone. So there well, we go, eighty percent with the win. Who was that again? That was soccer balling. Congratulations. Soccer balling. Soccer balling. Congratulations. You're terrible. You're awful. <laughs> yeah, Sucking you balls. Be careful around trains. Okay? Yeah. Trains kill. Yeah. You, know, you can't beat the train. Yeah. Train always wins. Did if you, you know slow it takes down, over? you see the brake lights come on. Yeah, at the very last moment. Not quick enough. 
was, that was nowhere so near. He was go. not paying. He was probably texting and driving. Yeah. So probably. But GG to the other two as well. There was, I think, the first one was particularly bad of just an absolute cataclysmic downfall of epic proportions, and then the second one was the the truest choke in you know the, the truest sense of the word. I think. But yeah, good chokes again. Yeah, good um, chokes. So let's. I forgot to mention that we should open up the the phone calls. Yeah, open, for, for open people up the phone calls. People are already queuing. Already yeah, queuing. Oh, I don't even need to mention even... it then. We've also had one writing already. It's crazy. Oh, right, okay. oh wow! Because no so one got to ask questions week, last week. I'm going to yeah, head true. over at the yeah. phone bank and uh, okay. speak to. Yeah, our, and if you would uh, like callers. to get your question in, it's open to subs, Patreon supporters, and to regulars of the channel. You can hop in our Discord, exclamation Discord, brings up the link for that, and go right into the phone bank, and MB Hammer will take your question, and you'll be pulled in one by one, and you'll get to ask us a question. Maybe you got a question about, uh, you know, what games we've played. Maybe we've left out your favorite game, and you want to, you know, see if we've played it or something like that. Maybe you want to do that? Just hop right in. And <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah, unless your name is A to the J. Stay yeah, out true. of there. Yeah, yeah you're too... We don't need you. Too R-rated. Loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about RDT's Apple Juice Minute? Alright. There's a lot of hype for this. I feel like this isn't going to be as good. That's and this isn't right. a confidence we can't, we can't issue. Have a special, we can't have a special one every time. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. You know, this is... Because this one, it's more sentimental. We've been talking about nostalgia all okay. day. And to me... If I'm going to be talking about America's oldest brewery and Yingling Lager, fresh out of Pennsylvania, you know, I'm going to have to go back to my roots. When I drink a Yingling Lager, I think about, you know, the first beer that you, you take a sip, you, you tap your dad on the shoulder, you go, hey, pops, I, got, I want hair on my chest. Let me, let me get a little sip of that, uh, sip of that brew there. And he's like, don't tell your mother. <laughs> You're like, yeah, whatever. And you just slam it down, you know? That's what I did as a kid, at least. I don't know what everyone else grew up like. How old were you but, with this? I don't know, maybe six, seven. Who knows? <laughs> it's just America's oldest brewery deserves a classy review. And most of these have not been reviews at all. They've just been advertisements for the beer. And I, I, I will put my... Nuts on the line for Yingling <laughs> Lager, all right? It, 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 it's old faithful. It's true to its name. It is traditional. It's a lager, and it's old. And it, it's out of Pennsylvania. I sucked these back all the time when I, when I was in college, you know. So Yingling Lager, pick yourself up a couple. Get yourself a six-pack. I got 24 waiting for me. Well, not 24 anymore. I had a couple <laughs> before this. Before we even started recording, actually. So Yingling Lager, enjoy it. More of a it's it's irresponsibly. (laughs) It's amazing the difference in last week's Apple Juice Minute to this week's Apple Juice Minute. Like the the the, it's such a huge difference in the styles. This has been a a bit more refined, as Soriano put it. Yeah, toned down a little bit. Trying to be last week's was crazy, and then this one. I'm wearing a collared shirt. Yeah, it's got a pocket. What is going Hello. on with RTT? He's so, growing up. Should we just He's go straight into the calls? Because I, I imagine we're going to have quite a lot of calls. Yeah, we've got quite a few calls here. Since, so we might want to since just we didn't into do it there. last week and it was shorter. So let's do it. Let's get into the calls. Um, we need to wait for 
be how much of a nice that we're take getting all into the, the calls. Yeah. After. But Jaji, there has been one, a Jenny, two, three, Jenny four, five, six, six plus a write-in today. Six plus a write-in, but the write-in is going to wait till the end. We're going to yes. have all the we're going to have all the six, and if we run out of time, then we're not doing the write-in either. This yeah. is this is a you gotta you gotta have a, a with, you know you, you gotta, gotta be a... here and speak it. Yeah. yeah, that's how it, it's all about. Um, so really, we're just waiting for MB Hammer to to come into the chat and, and lead the way. Our our um, fearless producer, producer. our producer, yes, our producer. He, he, he yes. does some good work behind the scenes to to help this thing run smoothly. Of course, quality. Of course, quality. of course, the quality podcast returns. Where's the waiting yeah, tune? Yeah, we need like elevator <laughs> music. <laughs> elevator music. Where, where is that? Hello, MB Hammer. Silence. No, he's got his mic muted. So, all right, he's got them all. We're all ready. All the call-ins are ready. I did a fantastic job there and actually server muted myself, which, oh, is, yeah, which yeah. is a first. Well uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Right, okay. So first question is from Mr. C. Wilson. Hello, caller. You're on the oh, Choking yeah. Hazard podcast, the show where we eat slow and drive slower. Who's your question for? What's your question? Hey. <laughs> hey. The question is for all of you. Um and it's simply, if you could create one game on a certain sport or topic, what would you create? A game on a certain sport or topic? Hmm. <coughs> That's an interesting one. Hmm. I've always thought that my ideal game, my perfect game, would be Space Simulator, like... If you take if you take like the Mass Effect universe, that level of depth in a universe and characters and and um, species and all these different planets, things like so that. So no Man's Sky, but good. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Not <laughs> complete garbage. Yeah, like yeah, No Man's Sky is what I thought might have been a, a, a thing, but it, because it was single player, that ruined everything. But basically, an online version of Mass Effect, like we're an RPG, space simulator, universe sandbox, you know, and that where where you you can like, like I don't know what um World of Warcraft but set in space and you know where you can do all these different things and it, it's probably asking too much I think for a game to incorporate so many different things like that it's probably not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Star Citizen is probably one of the things that is probably the closest to that, and it's something that I am looking at. Um, but whether whether I actually get into it, I don't know. But that sort yeah. of thing is probably my answer. RDT? You know the J needs to shut up. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I've always wanted like a GTA-style game where just everything was real world and you could just go anywhere in the world which is going to be impossible to ever make but I would love to just blow up my own house in a video game that would be hilarious you know something like that where you can just go to anybody Google Maps 
the GTA series pretty okay. much. Just That's ambitious. Yeah, I know. Ambitious. It's impossible, but it would be amazing. Careful, you'll be going on some watch lists. <laughs> uh, NSA, well, I'm kidding. It's, okay? it's his own house, not anyone else's house. That's so okay. Yeah, I said my, you know, for the insurance money. I mean, uh, <laughs> for, uh, I don't know, for fun. I don't know. If I were to make a game, it wouldn't be one that hasn't been made before, just one that's made correctly. Like, you put you put cr- the crew, and then you put a little Forza Horizon 3, and then you put, like, the handling of Assetto Corsa, and, and you kind of stir it all up, and then you get an open-world racing game that also, that also has real tracks in it, and also has anything from uh, an old junker that's rusty and barely runs to an, F- an F1 car. That's probably what I would, I would make. Just a general open-world, huge racing game basically um, that's like all of those games together but actually good so yeah. on rdt's point of uh the, the google maps type thing you, even something like a gta style game with the damage of battlefield where like all yeah. the where you could that would be cool them. yeah that'd be crazy i really like that idea in us like a, a racing an open well, no world racing no one's game. done it correctly like no. the crew has it in some respects like the world of the crew is excellent and uh you know it has real tracks in the game where they would be you know approximately where they'd be on the map but the handling is bad and the upgrades make no sense and then you have forza horizon 3 where the handling's okay but the world's uninteresting and there's no tracks and it's all off road uh, yeah. you know and then you yeah, have that, a set of forza I... which is a proper like nearly high-end simulator so you know you mix all that together and then you get you get yeah, your that, that's game. a great idea an actual open world racing game with real world tracks as well and then all these cars with some good i mean i don't see why they don't just combine the forza and horizon series horizon is your base thing and then you go into some kind of menu and you load into the forza 7 tracks or something like that yeah, or you can just easy. drive to them or something or yeah whatever, that'd be the easiest way yeah yeah Anyway, hey, good, good question. Good question, yeah. Thank That's you, Steve. Tough one to answer. Thank you for the question. RDT, you okay. want to take this next call? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you it anyway, bud. The, uh, the next one's actually going to be a write-in. Uh, we've got a write-in from Mr. A to the J. No, screw the write-ins. <laughs> no, screw, screw the, write-in. the write-ins. That comes we, last. We, we prioritize people... The, uh, the, the people who are actually calling in. Well, he can't call in because he's at work at the moment and he's training someone new, so... He thought he should write in. And he's training someone new, and he's writing in and watching our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, then, for God's sake. Plus okay. Time. So the question is, if or when our hosts have kids, will they encourage their kids to play video games? And how young will they be allowed to play mature video games like GTA? That's actually a good question. It I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Good job, AJ. I am job. shocked by A to the J. Guaranteed. His, his, his maturity in this mischievous. question. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm never having children, but I guess if I, if I did, um, cue the that's probably good jokes. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, like maybe 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, I would say that they can play video games whenever you know as early as they would want to because i imagine by that time i'm still gonna be playing video games but i would definitely watch what i would be playing around my kids <laughs> i'm I typing think... i'm talking so hypothetically because as if anybody's yeah. gonna want to bre- mate with me <laughs> but anyway <laughs> I, I would say like Please. mature games high school i think really? that, 
that that seems a little late. Wait, I know for, for those it, of us who aren't from the U.S., what, what age is high school? That's like 14, 14 15. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. The kids just got to be old enough to like understand that it's not real, of course. Which I mean, most, you can be six and understand a video game's video game. Yeah. But you you've got to also know to like not talk about it a lot. Like you they're know, gonna be watching porn like, anyway. Yeah, it's well, like... the, well, the kid can't go around telling everyone how he's he's killed, you know, fifty so many men prostitutes and and or you know prostitutes yeah. or whatever in GTA or whatever. Like you, the kid's got to know, you know, to not. Yeah, do I that. think it, it always very much depend on the child itself. There's yes, some it kids, always depends on the child. Absolutely, there's some, some kids who are sixteen yeah. and shouldn't be playing eighteen games, and then there's some kids who are eleven and are perfectly okay with playing eighteen games. Yeah, I would probably be similar to myself i think because uh, i think that worked and you know, play games early on like i had the sega when i was five so you know playing games just innocent games and, and non-mature games from any age that's fine um and i think i think i got gta 3 when i was 13 so i think yeah, the teens i think the teens is a good age as long as the kid has his head on straight I think 13 is a, yeah, yeah. Well, if you do your job as a parent, you know, he, he should. Yeah. So. yeah hopefully. I mean, yeah. Look at our own experience. I mean, Nas, you, but what I was talking about, I would go to friends' houses and play because their parents didn't care as much. So <laughs> yeah. as much as we could, I'm, I'm kind of replying to what Catman was saying. Like I would do as much as I can to try to, you know, prevent them from playing those. Yeah. Playing well, and, those so, and back then, parents didn't really understand. Like, the parents of this generation kind of understand, they understand what video games are and what they're about, yeah, even if they don't to play video games. Yeah, they'll because be able to better communicate now. to the yeah. kids that, you know, this is real, this isn't yeah. real, you know. And so I think maybe that will mean that more mature games can be played at a younger age than now. <laughs> so but sure we'll kid see. has no friends. <laughs> that was a good writing question from A to yeah, J. Thanks, A to J. Good, good fingers. But see, if you don't have children, you don't have to worry about them sneaking off and playing video games. So <laughs> that's the secret. So let's move on okay. to the next question. Our uh, our next caller is Lolfish. Hello, Lolfish. Welcome to the Choking Hazard Podcast. To uh, don't choke <laughs> and ask this question. Good. What's your favorite genre and brand of apple juice? Oh, this is specifically for RDT, huh? Okay. I I know mine. I can go straight with mine. My favorite uh, my favorite brand of apple juice is Cronenberg. Cronenberg? Cronenberg. Like it's a tasty beer. Yeah. It's a nice one. Cronenberg World. Cronenberg See, these are the these are the, the the more refined, very nice beers that we have over in Europe. That Adit's mind would be blown <laughs> if he actually had access to. True, to be fair, <laughs> I only drink those drivel when I'm doing this podcast. So you can eat my ass. <laughs> Just saying. I've done uh, that on the podcast podcast before. That's my favorite, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I was drinking New Belgium last week, and then that's pretty good. Um, I'm a big fan of IPAs, which I know a lot of people aren't. And my go-to would be Sierra Nevada because it just has a consistent flavor, which they don't – it's a pale ale, but whatnot. Um, But my favorite style are definitely uh, 
porters and stouts. I love dark beers. Um, this this brewery named Smutty Nose makes a really good robust porter, and it's just got this chocolatey, smoky flavor that I love. So dark beers, porters and stouts, plus I'm Irish, so Guinness, obviously. So see, I don't know uh, enough don't... about beer and, and alcohol in general to be able to give these uh, these detailed answers that RDT <laughs> yeah. gives. I just know what I like, and that's it. Yeah. So, so RDT's answer was all of them. <laughs> well, I said IPAs and porters and stouts, but also cheap. Yeah, I like beer. Okay, I just like beer. You, can, you guys can all hop off. Come on, come on. Hey, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You have a problem. Oh, go on, Nuss. Uh, I don't drink, so I'll have to go with the drink of my people, natural light. So Natty just for the for the memes, for the memes, <laughs> okay, since bro. I don't drink. So um, Mifmaf said in the chat, not Pilsner. And since we've been talking about nostalgic yeah. games, does anyone remember the Pilsner game? This might be no. going back too far for you two. Yeah, I think that's too far. Now, I'm not going to talk about it because it was uh, interesting. I mean, some people might in the chat might know what I'm talking about, but yeah, I'm going to leave I it don't there. I know that one. I'm, um, an, I'm an old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It wasn't a, a um, video game as such. It was a web game, interactive like web game. Well, I googled it, and there's a chick in a skirt and a bra. (laughs) Uh, What is this that you're turning our (laughs) listeners on to? Exclamation mark, Teenage Bruffy in the chat. Emphasis on turning. This was before Teenage Bruffy, this. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. I can't even show that on stream. Why? No. (laughs) No. I got to look it up now. Wait, what was it again? It was a good game. I don't see what the problem is. It was fun. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it was fun, was it? You played with a joystick now, didn't you? God. No, you just used the mouse. You had multiple God. options, and it was a no. game of skill. You had to catch the beer bottles. You <laughs> had multiple options. That's not multiple options. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my goodness. It's a funny story. <laughs> that that, that game, I used to play work. that on, on a browser just for fun. Obviously, yes, for fun. <laughs> let me. Get, but did you um, also play Leisure Suit Larry, bro? <laughs> the the oh. um, the actual it was obviously a marketing stunt for Pilsner uh, Quell. I think the game the, the beer was, but I'd never tasted it. And I saw it in Sweden last year when I was over there <laughs> the, in in um, in one of the the shops there, and I just saw it. and I thought, wow, that's the beer that I used to. That, that game with. It was advertising and marketing all those years ago. I have to buy a bottle of this and try it. I remember those. I remember that pair of tits. That's a nice pair of tits. I got to get some of that beer. (laughs) 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 No, I I, I had to try the beer and it wasn't very good. I hated it. It wasn't, didn't taste good at all. But it's amazing to think that that marketing stunt for that game worked about 15 years later (laughs) actually worked to get me to buy the beer (laughs) oh Oh, my my god God. that's hilarious thanks for your question appreciate it all right ruff you're taking the next call oh god so our uh our next question is from the big red machine Welcome to the Choking Hazard podcast. What's your question? I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Why do you have to break down the laughter every time? I can't do it because I don't know what to say. 
I can't yeah, do about, it. You're about as smooth as a house brick. There's no way. I can't, I, I resign from doing that intro. I can't do it. What's your question, Big Red Machine? <laughs> hello. Big Red, hello? Hello. Okay, see, he... see, we've failed on all counts. Did he? Yeah, we failed everything. Can you I hear me? choked you in. Oh, there, oh, there we go. There sorry, we go. sorry about that, guys. All right, so this one's for RDT because Bruffy could get in trouble with Xerxes and Nas is a 17-year-old boy who lives with his mama. Excuse <laughs> me, I'm 20, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I still live with my mommy, though, okay? All right, it's very efficient for RDT, what's the dumbest thing you've done while intoxicated? What's the dumbest thing I've done while intoxicated? I stole a car bumper once. But, uh, Why? Was that in, was that in what, kind of, what kind of car? What kind of car? I don't remember. I don't know. I you just, were too drunk. I was with my buddy. Um, took a car bumper once. I'm uh, I'm one of those pricks that stole a Mercedes logo. Did, no, no, I've never done that. <laughs> when I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you did that? Yeah. <laughs> I also, I've never really I also done stole, anything like that when I've been drunk. I'm, I'm, I also, I'm too much of a goody goody stole a street sign um, because the street name was Quality Street. I agree with your decision. I'm not agree with your decision. I would hang Quality Street behind me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would get a, I would get the box of sweets as well. Well, to, what, to what RDT and, and Nos probably don't know is that Quality yeah. Street is a, is a, a chocolate, a, a box of chocolates. Ah, uh, okay. Brand in the UK. Great. It's still a cool uh, sign regardless. I don't really do... I don't really do like dumb, illegal, outrageous things when I'm drunk. But I think the stupidest thing that Jerry and I ever did was I think we watched the movie Zoolander literally three times in a row. Just because. <laughs> back to stupid. back. <laughs> it's just so stupid. stupid That's we're, like, why people don't stealing a bumper for sure. <laughs> yeah. So that was just the dumbest thing that I've ever done. <laughs> I, I I just remembered uh, a friend and I uh, had going back from the pub completely plastered. We found some roadworks and we picked up the traffic barriers used for the roadworks, and they're about probably about ten foot long each, and had a lightsaber battle in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how eight of the Jays just got, got a little zed. Forty eight years old. All right, you can tell uh, your crazy yeah. stories. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I've got other things that I'm not trying to Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks, for thanks, for thanks for the question. Sorry for the mediocre answer. <laughs> uh, right, who is next? Master Ferret is next. Hello, caller. You're on the Choking Hazard podcast. Who's your question for, and what is your question? Uh, it's for mostly everybody, although I've, you've sort of spoken about it a bit, Noss, and that is your thoughts on iRacing. Oh, thoughts on iRacing. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll start. I have spoke. It seems like a quality... It looks like it's microtransaction to hell and very expensive, but it's definitely the premier racing simulator right now. Like, if you want the most authentic and realistic uh, experience, that's the one you go to. So, yeah, seems seems like a pretty quality uh, game. iRacing... Um... Subscription-based racing simulation released by. So the RDT doesn't even know what it is. So I think the fact Sounds that good. it's subscription-based is like it's a big turn-off 
Oh yeah, it's a I huge turn to a lot of people. But they they understand what they have. They yeah. have the most sophisticated racing simulator on the market right now. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to monetize it as much as they possibly can. As good as Assetto Corsa is, it's still not where iRacing is in terms of realism, I don't think. And I think iRacing has the the backing behind it of, you know, uh, there's lots of... NASCAR. There's racer, like a, there's a sanctioned NASCAR championship yeah, in iRacing. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's difficult with racing sims because it doesn't seem like there's one sim that does everything. There's yeah. always iRacing may do the physics the best, say, then Project Cars has the tracks modeled the best, and then you've got Assetto Corsa that has the best car models or something. There's always there's always something that is lacking in each single one that just doesn't quite give us the full complete racing game that we would really want and that everybody would be able to get behind, I think. It doesn't exist. So it, yeah. to me, iRacing is just the same as all the others. It's another simulator racing game, and, and I just don't have the interest in Sims anymore. Yeah, well, for me, the reason why I like iRacing so much recently is the fact of the just the online infrastructure and how it's all set up is very, very, very well done. I can go into an online race, and I know that if i race smart and i don't screw up it's a hard fought top five i mean that's good i mean that, that's one of the the better things that probably these other simulators don't get you've got to have that good matchmaking and good racing system to be able to put yeah. be put with people who are on your level and things so yeah i can i can see why it is you know the, the number one to be honest for yeah. the, the absolute those who would want to race seriously and then i think the others are kind of not as good for those who want to race totally seriously but they've got plus points in other areas that may appeal good question thank you yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you uh who's next death hello caller you're on the choking answer next. podcast who's your question <laughs> and what is your question what who who's your question for what is your question <laughs> Uh, you, the, the master of it is choking over here. RGT, so I'll choke you. <laughs> Hello, QuickNet. Who's your question for? All right, I was just curious um, if you guys would can. Um, it would be more so for well, I guess all of you. Um, it'd be just would you consider doing a a slight change to the uh, the choking? Uh, what's the the what's it? Have called? you choked on the question? <laughs> The choke yeah, of the you, week, quite The choke of the week. <laughs> yes, the choke of the week. Good Actually, job. that might be the choke of the week. Um, would you consider changing it so you have the last week's winner run up against the three new guys? Um, oh, kind of like an ESPN Sports Center top ten kind of thing. Yeah, I mean that that's a that's a decent idea. I mean, we could Should uh, we, we could either do that up? or we could do like every. 10 weeks or every 20 weeks I know what you want to do. You want to do a bracket. I you see it already. I see that website and then your face in the corner doing a little bracket like you always have. No. I can see it. No, no. really? My, my thought was going to be we play all the winners in one round. It's like a best of chokes, best of the chokes of the week. And then people vote on what they think is their number one out of all the ones that we've seen oh, so far. okay. I figured you just want to do a bracket, like you. I mean, I do. do like brackets. I do like votes. <laughs> I do like that sort of thing. But where are the white women that should have won? Just say now. Choke bracket choke spreadsheet. 
I do like spreadsheets. I like I like voting things. I, I kind of like the idea of having a week-to-week winner, but still having three and deciding who wins out of the three and put them up against if it's better than... Yeah, but then that's only uh, like so two we have... clips they get in every week. So you end up... No, what do you mean? No, like no, we no, have no, a, no, we no. Have what three I'm saying clips. is three new ones. Yeah. And then yeah. you pick the winner of the three and pit it against oh, okay. the last week's. Yeah. That might be an idea. Well, yeah. I tell you what, RDT we'll, um, is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. If you if you have See, uh, if you have any preferences on this, everybody listening and watching, get in the Discord and go to the uh, the Choking Hazard podcast text chat and let us know in there what your thoughts are. Would you like that sort of thing, or would you prefer a, a best of sort of thing every now and then, or something like that? Let, let us know. Interesting yeah. idea. Thank you, Quicknet. Thanks for the question and slash or idea. Yeah. All right. So. Black Witch Porter. Who so is good. our next caller? MB Hammer? Uh, do we have time for one more? Uh, sure. How many people do we have left? One. Uh, just one, but it's going to be quite a long question, I think. Let's, uh, yeah, let's do okay, it. let's do it. We were short last week, so. Yeah, we oh, got to okay. give it back somehow. No problem. Uh, our next caller is C. Balbuena. Caller, you're on the Choking Hazard podcast. Who's your question for, and what is your question? You might want to unmute him and be him. I I already have. He's okay. muted himself. He might so... want to unmute himself. We got we had a lot of jokes with the the callers. Yeah, we've, this we've week. had quite with a few us well, and the callers. Yeah, I think it's the, the more there are, the more likely it is to choke. So, yeah, probably. Has Seaball stepped away? You can't just step away when you're in well, the phone he, bank. you got to stay mean, at attention. If he steps away when he's in the maybe, phone bank, he, he renders his... Maybe, maybe uh, a call of nature, you never know. His question's gone. Like that, that's his chance to, to answer. Speaking of call of nature, I'll be right back. Oh, you can't... It's, this it's is this, just... I, this, I can't it's, believe it's this. Apart, you, he couldn't hold out for like five apart. more minutes. I can't, I can't believe that we have... Uh, a co-host of the podcast who leaves in the middle of the podcast to go. Can pee. we fire him? Can we fire him? Who would we replace him with? Who should we replace? Don't say it to the J. MB Hammer. <laughs> MB Hammer. Okay, fair. RDT's gone. RDT's gone. Promotion. Let me get some of that geek fuel money, boss. That 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 zero percent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we all get. Give me, a, give me, give me a slice of that zero percent. I'll take that. I, I can't believe he's actually left. Like I know he's done this before. The show. He's done this before. Yes. The, the he just leaves. He thinks it's uh, he thinks it's acceptable to leave the podcast mid podcast. Oh, Seabell just unmuted himself. Get him back in oh. here so we can do this question. Okay. And there we go. Can... Question. What's your, who's your question oh, for? What's your question? You've been wasting our time. We've been sitting here waiting for two minutes. Where were you? <laughs> Sorry, I had. A disc or having issues for me, so yeah. Oh, okay. All right, that's excusable. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Right. So what's your question? So I was, so I was saying, um, I told MB Hammer about like my history about like the video games I had before, and I'm gonna say the hardest missions ever when I play like on the GTA series. Like for example, Vice City Stories, they have a hardest mission like that. That's called the Boom Shine, something like that. I remember that. And I want to know your thoughts about that mission. That well, mission specifically? specifically. Uh, yeah, I never played well, City Stories. Yeah, that's a, that's a real Hail Mary, assuming that we've all played it. I have played it. No, wait, I have played it, but I don't think I finished it. I finished Liberty City Stories, but I didn't get all the way because, through. I, I probably got to that mission and I, I gave up. You, I can't remember it. 
but it's pretty. I, I was on the PSP, and I didn't really use my PSP much, because so I can't. This mission is hell of a. Could you describe it for like, me real quick? Because uh, it's like, my memory. It's like um, it's like you arrive at a warehouse, and then you do the um, moving the boomstein thing to a truck, and then you gotta beat the uh, heat level thing that. It might blow up the, the warehouse. I remember that. I don't think I had any problems with that mission, honestly. Because for me, it took like 10 times to complete it, and then I rage quit it. I rage, and then I was like, fuck this mission, and yeah. The thing, the, the, that was the same like, thing when I played Vice City back. Um, when, when, there, there was always that. People said the RC mission blowing up the. Oh, uh, yeah, it does. That, people always said that was difficult, and I just went and did it first time, and it was all fine. Like, I think. Some missions are considered to be harder than others in general, but sometimes it just it, it goes to your playstyle, or you just figure it out straight away and you don't have a problem with it. But there are, I don't think there's very many hard missions in the latest GTAs. We're just talking about hard missions in general now, I think I think hard missions aren't really a thing in GTA anymore, from what I can remember. Yeah. Uh, but the, I, I enjoyed the challenge of them in the older older GTAs a little bit. Uh, but yeah, they could be rage inducing as well. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, and I was, uh, and I was gonna say, roughly, I don't remember the GTA Three mission that you gotta take a car to defuse a bomb that's called Red to Blow. I remember that mission. Yeah, so I you, remember that one. I've, I played GTA Three recently. Yeah, so. What was that to do? What? We're just talking about hard missions in general, RDT. Yeah. Okay. Like, for example. You take the inferno to defuse the bomb, and then, that, for example, you take like one or two hits, then boom, the car explodes. I vaguely remember something like that. But yeah, I remember that one. Like I, can't I said, remember, I, I can't remember having much of an issue with GTA 3 missions, to be honest. Uh, hopefully, with the future of GTA, they might make like more hard missions, and then people might take time to complete it. So we'll see how the future is going to be. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, hopefully we get some more hard missions in the future. Well, well, what the future is going to be for GTA in general? That's a that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> we'll have to discuss that in another podcast. Thank you, uh, Seabal Burner, for that question. Yeah, thanks appreciate for the question. All right, I, I I really don't think we'll see any hard missions. Have you seen how 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 pissed off people are getting at the, at the Crash Bandicoot? Remastered. Oh yeah, everybody's hating Crash Bandicoot because it's so everybody's, difficult. Everybody's not happy because it's so difficult. People, <laughs> yeah. people have forgotten yeah, what are actually not, games are like. Yeah, they, games are not a challenge anymore. Uh, going no, back and playing some of these old PS2 games, they really get you to remember like how much of a challenge things are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like the story-driven stuff where it, I know that they're, they're giving a bit of a bad rap story-driven games where there's not a lot of challenge to them and you don't have to master anything. You just going through the story and I, I like those for the interactivity and I like the story and I think it's a better way to consume stories instead of just watching a movie for example you can actually get into it and affect it um, but I also appreciate games that actually are a challenge as well and take a bit of learning and it's not just a case of doing a mission and being able to do it first time straight away without any skills whatsoever and I think that is being lost a little bit from games Maybe it maybe it isn't because I mean multiplayer has kind of taken the multiplayer has taken the the, the the aspect of that out of single player games really. Taking the reins games, of the skill barrier. Apart from Dark Souls, obviously, is the one big exception. Yeah. But the like, multiplayer has become such a huge thing online multiplayer that 
the the competitiveness is all in multiplayer you don't need to have the single player aspect be difficult anymore because if you want challenge and you want to have some skill involved you go play multiplayer these days so maybe that's why Hmm. i don't know if if you're looking for a game that's difficult to play you're gonna find it and it depends on the difficulty that you set it to as well like i just got uh on sale it was like a wolfenstein the old blood Mm-hmm. And trying to play that oh, yeah. on the hardest difficulty is, you know. Yeah, I guess that's true. A lot of people probably don't play on the hardest difficulty of games, but they can be very difficult. And uh, but I think that's where yeah. GTA, you know, GTA in particular. Yeah, well, we can't confuse have... difficulty for making enemies bullet sponges and you made of glass. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not difficulty. That's just that's just I, I don't know how, I don't know how to describe that. But that's not difficult. It's it's just. Yeah, I guess that's not really requiring a skill to master. That's just taking your time and doing it a bit better than you did last time. Okay, Um, I think that's it for this week. I think that is it. I've enjoyed the the topics of conversation. Um, I thought that was nice. We need to we need to mention Geek Fuel once again. Geek Fuel. Do you want to do the read on that, or should I do it? Why don't you do it this time? All right. Okay. I don't have anything actually prepared to read, so I'll just you know free ball it. Yeah, <laughs> you'll do what now? Don't commando on it. <laughs> yeah. um, our sponsor for this episode has been Geek Fuel. They're very kindly sponsored and supported this episode in particular. And basically, the deal that they have going on at the minute is if you use the link geekfuel.com forward slash bruffy free box. You get a uh, free Geek Fuel box. All you have to do is pay shipping and handling. What? <laughs> a free box? <laughs> uh, you get a free Geek Fuel box. For those who don't know what Geek Fuel is, it's one of these subscription boxes. It, uh, obviously, those who've watched my unboxing videos have seen it a lot. It was always one of the better ones. And they're very confident about the boxes that they've got coming up. So they're, they're, they're doing a first free. in this space and actually free. giving boxes away for free. You only have to pay shipping and handling, which is $6 for US customers and $12 worth of merchandise. $12 internationally. Sweet as hell t-shirt. I can guarantee it. I haven't seen the t-shirt yet, but it's sweet as hell. I guarantee <laughs> Yeah, the t-shirts are always good. Uh, there is a Firefly item in the next box as well. I'm looking forward to oh, that. Oh, really? I love, I I love, love Firefly. Firefly. Yeah, Firefly yeah. is so good. That, but uh, yeah, if you ha- you have to use the link geekfuel.com forward slash bruffy free box and you'll be taken to the page where you can claim your free box and you can, if you can, you know, there's no strings attached, you can just cancel a subscription. You don't get have to sign up to a subscription. All you have to pay is the shipping and handling and you get a subscription box for free. You can try it out, see if you like it. So yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Geek Fuel, for sponsoring and sporting this episode. Yeah, excellent of the product. Podcast. Uh, excellent people over there. Yeah, and all you people for, driving uh, to work right now, you can thank them too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, those who continue to listen to the audio version of the podcast. We appreciate you. <laughs> Be sure to upvote us on iTunes and give us a review. That really helps us out. That's and, true. And, and, and if you're watching on YouTube, leave a like, comment, all that good stuff. If you enjoyed, yeah, leave a like, comment, subscribe. If this is your first time, yeah, yeah, subscribe. <laughs> there we go. We're, we're, sell out we're podcast reached, at the end. Yeah, we've reached sell out Nirvana here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that'll be it. Do you want to say bye, guys? And goodbye. See you later, guys. <laughs>